forward to seeing uh, where we are with the rollout of the trial. Morning, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, it's good to see that the attendance year on year is actually growing, um, which is very positive. I think we're very excited about the prospect of digital radio because we've reached a point where <clears throat> in South Africa where the FM spectrum is totally congested and the regulator can't license new players, we can't expand services to new areas, um, so we've reached the physical limit. Now, the technologies that we are looking at at the moment, and Sediba is trialing two separate technologies, is DRM on medium wave and DAB plus, um, and we've run extensive trials, and hopefully we'll be licensed to extend these trials and that in the near future, you know, we can go to commercial launch of, of the um, digital radio platforms. We have in our tests, at exactly the same time, we've been trialing D, uh, DRM, plus, uh, DRM and DAB+, and they coexist quite well. Um, I think what we realize is, other than Norway, no country is really looking at switching off FM. Um, and DAB Plus and FM can also coexist. You will see on the, both in the, the, the radios that we have on display next door and go and play with them. Uh, just contact David at the back there. <coughs> as well as the LG cell phone and in the BMW outside, the radio is capable of receiving DAB Plus and FM. Uh, and hopefully in the near future we will see radios that can also receive uh, DRM uh, medium wave. I'll just take you briefly through the um, trial. I have a, a full pack of the international update on DAB. We're not going to have time to go through this, but Tim will distribute it to everyone. And this gives the latest international update about where DAB Plus is, what different countries around the world are, are doing with it. Um, what we found in, in the UK is over 85% of, of vehicles stand, come standard with DAB, radio, DAB plus radios fitted to them. Um, and and, red, and the, the cars that are out there, the retrofits are quite simple. As Tim said, uh, Sediba is the Southern African Digital Broadcasting Association. It's an association that was uh, created by broadcasters and vendors, and it's a non-profit organization, and it operates within SADC. Um, because what is quite important when we think about the, the region, you've got a car radio. You drive across the border to another country, and your car radio stops working. So you really need to look at harmonization within a region um, so that the standards adopted actually will hopefully filter through the region so that your, the devices that you have, the cars, car radios that you have will work when you enter another country. We established a joint uh, digital radio working group with the NAB, National Association of Broadcasters, and all the licensed broadcasters have been invited to participate in the trial. Uh, with DAB, we can only accommodate 20. There are 77 radio stations that are active on, on, on the trial. 
radio pulpit is active on both trials and, and the contents being broadcast on both trials. DAB Plus is a far more efficient um, technology to the old DAB, similar to what happened in television where DVB-T was superseded by DVB-T2. But countries that have introduced the one technology, <coughs> very difficult to change to the later technology um, because the receivers are backward compatible, not forward compatible. Also, why we initiated the trial was that the radio industry saw that we have to keep radio relevant. And, and with all the new features that digital bring on both platforms, um, you can do a lot more than just listen to your radio. Um, the DAB Plus technology is well established worldwide and, and it is growing. Um, there are numerous success stories around the world. Uh, DAB radios are becoming affordable and quite a uh, wide choice of radios. And this fear of that internet radio will kill radio. Um, many, many years ago I heard this. This still hasn't happened. The two coexist. And I think what we need to think about is people have choice. And, and more and more, people want to do what they want to do, where they want to do it, when they want to do it, on a device of their choice. So as, as radio broadcasters, you really need to be active on all these platforms. Um, otherwise, you'll become a dinosaur. Um, <clears throat> these are some of the technical aspects of DAB+. And Chris and Dr. Rilf will talk about DRM. Um, Efficient use of frequency spectrum, multiple channel capability, up to 20 channels on a small slither. So basically on FM, if we look at it, to get 20 radio services broadcasting at Brixton Tower, we need 20 FM transmitters running at quite high power. At a much lower power, we can run one transmitter that broadcasts all 20 channels. So from a broadcaster's point of view, your signal distribution costs go down greatly. The, it is also environmentally friendly because you're broadcasting at a lower power and it's far more spectrum efficient. <coughs> the, what, what we wanted to do with the trial was to make sure that it works in exactly the same circumstances as FM. So what we've done was to ensure that in basements where you can receive FM when you drive with your car into a basement of a complex around Johannesburg, <coughs> that if you can receive FM, that you can also receive DAB+. And we learned lessons from what Australia done, is initially they underestimated the power they needed, and they were not getting penetration into buildings, um, and many areas you could receive FM, you couldn't receive DAB, and they increased the powers. So we, we are... Our trial was supposed to be on two 10-kilowatt uh, transmitters in a single-frequency network, one in Pretoria, one in Johannesburg. We're presently running the trial at 5 kilowatts, and hopefully, if we get an extension from ICASA, we can increase it to, to 10 kilowatts. The little uh, LG phone there, <laughs> when I was testing it last week at the SABC, it works well from floor 3 up. 
from floor three down, this, the signal is quite dodgy. So it shows you that, the, that we're just not broadcasting enough power to, to get into the, the, the lower areas. Um, also, we've, we're right next to the tower, so the, the, the signal is actually beaming right across the SABC building. Um, we also can bring another, uh, a lot of aspects on data, and if you look at the phone and look at those radios, you will see that there are slideshows, you can do the news, you can advertise um, emergency services, you can do um, record co uh, CD covers, uh, a lot more than you could just with, with FM. So the, the trial, what we wanted to accomplish was an end-to-end -end technical functionality. I'm going a bit slow there. End-to-end uh, -end technical functionality, uh, studio to receiver, extent of portable and mobile coverage, uh, and also especially in a moving vehicle. And we got quite good results from that. Um, signal permeability, effects of vehicle penetration loss, interference and, and clutter on coverage, uh, de demonstrate value-added services, dynamic label, slideshow, field testing, typical professional and consumer equipment, testing audio quality at different data rates. Um, I think I've covered most of this. Uh, Centec is the signal distributor for the um, trial, and we are quite grateful because they've spent a large amount of money. I think they've invested something like 14 million rand already in, in the trial. Um, so we're quite grateful for that. The SABC uh, applied for the license at the regulator with the understanding that we would carry any uh, member of the NAB uh, licensed broadcaster on the trial. And as, as I said, we are rotating the different stations to accommodate them all. Also, with digital, is, is FM, you're running your entire network, you're totally in charge of your entire network. With DAB+, you're sharing the same network with 20 other broadcasters. So we, we, we had to establish a rules of operation so that everybody abides by the same rules. It's typically, it's very similar to a road. We all drive different cars, we all compete on that road, but we all abide or should abide by the same rules so that there's no chaos. So that is why important. And we've done exactly the same for digital television in South Africa, is, is the rules of operation. So everybody knows exactly what they can and can't do on the platform. Uh, we were also very lucky that the automi automobile um, um, industry came on board. Um, and we're especially grateful for that BMW. The vehicle is out there. Uh, it is fitted. Please go and listen to it. Um, <coughs> we spoke to a lot of receiver manufacturers, and more and more of them are coming on board. We, we set up a, a WhatsApp technical discussion group for the various members participating to trial on, on, the, on the trial. Um, this is just some history. We started in, in 2013. Um, and with a lot of procurement issues with, with Centec, we couldn't get on air. And we um, started on the 3rd of November, 2015. 
As I said, we have two transmitters in a single frequency network in Johannesburg and Pretoria. And that's another interesting thing with, with uh, digital, is that we're using exactly the same frequency. On FM in Johannesburg and Pretoria, we would have to use two unique um, different frequencies. So not only can you put more content on a single frequency, you can use multiple frequencies at adjacent sites. From those two transmitters, we are uh, covering uh, a very large square uh, kilometer with a pretty high population. It's 22% of the total population in South Africa are covered by those two transmitters. So it is a good start. Um, it is a closed user group at the moment. Um, we do not want to create the situation where people think they must rush to the stores, go buy radios, and we haven't got our ducks in order yet. The other issue that we are trialing is you can have pop-up stations. So if there's a special event happening in a particular part of South Africa where there's a DAB trial, we can someone can apply for a license for that specific event and cover that specific event. When, so it'll come on board. When it's finished, you close the station down. So this is a very, very interesting concept, and, and we need to still trial this a lot more. Um, we also got a lo lot of infrastructure, but you know, to convince management to provide money to do this, so a lot of the feeds that we are using for FM, we are using to feed this. It's not ideal, but it gives you a pretty good idea. But while we're busy with this, we are looking at how the feeds to, the, to Centec need to change um, to get maximum quality throughout the chain, right from the microphone right through. If you have a look at, at those, um, all the radios here, and unfortunately we, we're having a bit of a hiccup displaying it on the car radio, but we'll sort that out. You'll see that there are slideshows running, there are news items running uh, within on, on the screen. <coughs> so these are the, the, the three uh, phases of this trial. was the network coverage and verification, detailed audio and data testing, and the, the third phase would be the closed listener group uh, audio and data testing. So what, what here is we'll have a closed user group, provide them with radios, and get feedback from them about what, they experience, what they're experiencing in reality. And that will give us a good indication of how successful this is. Um, these are some of the findings. The enter test. End-to-end uh, -end technical functionality tests were achievable, and, and uh, they work well in, in the South African context. Performance evaluation of domestic receivers and professional measurement equipment in coverage area proved satisfactory. Portable mobile coverage was evaluated with the use of domestic receivers and professional receivers was satisfactory. DAB plus domestic receivers with functionality display value-added services slideshow demonstrate the correct functionality as well as the advantages of this technology. Uh, the overall performance of the domestic receivers and professional uh, measuring tools exceeded expectations. Um, I won't go into, into this detail. Uh, it's available in the... Uh,
quite technical. Um, we measured the coverage results with the correlated with the predictions, um, and the f we found the following: two kilowatt. We started off to see whether we really need 10 kilowatt. So we started off at two kilowatt, and we worked our way up to 10 kilowatt. And as I say, at five kilowatt, with that little um, receiver with no real antenna, no gain, sitting a meter above the ground. Um, from the third floor down at the SABC, we are experiencing problems. So when we go to 10 kilowatt, we'll see if that, that is resolved. That's the coverage area of the two transmitters. The red is, is the Pretoria transmitter, and the blue is from the Johannesburg. And you can see it's a very large area that it's covering. There's some photos of the actual transmitter at the Centex site in Brixton and the measurement vehicle. So these are the, the next phases. Um, we applied for a 12-month trial with the regulator. They gave us four months. We are having further meetings with them to try and find out why, um, because this is in the interest of the country, not an individual broadcaster. So I think there will be engagement from both technologies to try and get extensions on these trials. Um, and I think that's, that's that in the interest of time. What we also want to do is, is to work towards a commercial launch of, of these technologies. So a lot of money, uh, Pulpit has spent a lot of money on the infrastructure required for DRM. Uh, the broadcasters plus Centec has spent a lot of money on the infrastructure. So, you know, we would like to go from a trial to a commercial launch. As I said, we've we, we done the testing from uh, 32 to 128, and even at 24, uh, particularly with speech stations, mono stations, um, it, is, it is doable. The phase two, the working group, the uh, NAB Sediba working group, compiled a receiver testing template divided into two main areas, receiver functionality and RF testing, specializing in lab testing, forward error correction rates other than, than 3A, the number of radios is growing on a daily basis. They, they look pretty old, I don't know why this digital technology seems to be going for retro. And maybe one day we, we look at one that actually looks modern. But, but to, to date, this is what they seem to be following. Um, and I've gone into that. Um, we, will, we will distribute radios and actually let them test it. We also, because of the money uh, spent, we, we extended an invitation to the minister to go to the SADC region for them to come and experience. As I said, it's, it's very important that the region looks at standards for, for uh, harmonious transition to, when you drive from one country to another. And there was a big delegation here from Lesotho, and uh, we took them through and uh, 
any other country is, is welcome to contact us um, to come and have a look at the trial. Thank you. Any questions? As I said, the, 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 the main document, we really don't have time. This gives you a very good indication of what is happening with DAB around the world. Uh, Lydia, just a question about trials, um, just a question about trials in other uh, centers in South Africa. Durban, Cape Town, are there any initiatives to go there? <laughs> I think the, we have a very limited spectrum. What is planned in the regulator, if you look at the frequency plan, once, because DAB Plus uses VHF spectrum, we have to wait for television to vacate VHF. So there's a very small window of opportunity now. We are doing all these trials on channel 13F. That channel is available countrywide. So in the commercial, you know, rather than us test, testing it, those stations in different parts of South Africa are getting their feeds here and we're testing it here. So I think this is the most difficult terrain, uh, the most densely populated terrain. If we can get it working here, we'll get it working anywhere. So, so really is, if we wait and, and, and we estimate that analog switch-off could take another two years, um, that's a long time. You know, there's, there's no growth in radio in that time. So what we're trying to instill in, in, into the policy makers and the regulators is to let us start now the big drive for um, multiple multiplexes will only happen at analog switch-off. But at least we, we've started, the penetration can go. And as you see, even if we can do it in Johannesburg, Pretoria, it's 22% of the total population. So you've captured a big market. And then it, it may then go to the other main metropoles, and from there we'll have to gauge to, to what extent it, it works its way into the rural areas. Um, but, you know, we have another technology that, that may succeed more in the, in the rural areas. So let us start. Let us see how it pans out and, and, and you know, really um, what the... Because in the end, it's, it's the listeners. And, you know, you need to... So it's not the migration of the technology. It's also the migration of the listeners to entice the listeners to go and buy a radio that's capable of receiving these services. Um, so, you know, to do that, normally you would need additional services. Um, you would need to entice them. Why must they go and spend that extra money? But the receiver's price is coming down. A portable receiver, uh, recently I was in London, um, quite a nice receiver. Uh, was was 20 euros. Um, and so the prices are coming down. When we started looking at these technologies and some of the radios that we bought initially, we paid quite a few thousand rand for them. And, you know, they would already down that price. So it's really volumes and what's happening in the rest of the world that will drive the uh, receiver prices down. Um, you said that um, obviously we need to start enticing people to start, uh, start enticing listeners to start using um, buying devices that are capable of um, receiving DAB+. Is there any plan in place um, to convince people that they need um, to switch over? <coughs> We've still got a way to go. You know, if we, we've got to develop, and South Africa has to develop a policy so that, that the introduction of the service happens in an orderly manner. The regulator has to then promulgate regulations of how you operate and how they're going to license. 
Only once that is done can you then have a big drive to the industry. It's exactly the same as Hank there. He can bring cars in with the AB radios ready, but if it never takes off, what do you do with it? So, so really you need to get the services in place first and then um, have the commercial drive. Quickly going to jump in front of you. Um, how is this going to affect community radio? In, in South Africa, there are three tiers of broadcasting. And right now, uh, all three tiers of broadcasting are participating on this trial. You will see public service radio stations on, on the trial. You can listen to them. There are commercial radio stations and there are community radio stations. So we need to make provision for all of them. And, and you know, if we look at these, these technologies, as a broadcaster, if you've got a license, you're a licensed broadcaster, to get access to spectrum, you need an, an additional spectrum license from the regulator. So in these technologies, if you want to be on two platforms, you've got a broadcast license. You just need to then, from the regulator, get the appropriate spectrum license to be on the different platforms. And as I say, if people have a device at their disposal and your services are not on there, <coughs> they're not going to listen to you. So, you know, that's also a thing that broadcasters need to, to look at in the, in the future. Sorry, a very simple question. Um, you obviously mentioned there are a lot of things still to happen. What's your sort of thumbs up timeline on from now to a commercial rollout to the public? We would have liked as broadcasters to have gone from a trial to commercial launch. But you've got to go through all these other, um, the red tape as you call it, but you've got to do it. There's, there are engagements and there will be engagements next week again with the minister. The minister is very, very uh, active in, in this. She's very supportive of this. So it's, it has to follow a public process for people to comment and then she will then publish the final policy. Once that's done, the regulator will then promulgate regulations that, that fit the policy. So, you know, if we're lucky that we can condense that, pro that program probably into six, six to eight months. Um, but as, as soon as the minister starts the, the process of policy, you know, broadcasters can then already start planning what they want to do in that. Um, so as, as I said, if, if that little slither of spectrum that we're presently using, for the particular for the DAB, um, the medium wave spectrum is there. So broadcasters can change from analog to, they don't have the same problem. But in DAB, if we miss this opportunity to get access to that little bit of spectrum, now we then wait to the end, end of analog switch off, of tel television analog switch off, before we can introduce any services. So we're applying in a reasonable amount of pressure where we can, and we influence where we can, but we can only push to a point. I think if we could just perhaps the little uh, the cell phone there, if we could put it on, and we'll just play it on on the speaker system here, and you can hear the. the this is a live reception oh from Brixton on a cell phone. Complain that they don't have enough time or that it's too much hassle to switch car insurance. Millions of others use Hippo to instantly compare, switch, and save. Which are you? 
Visit hippo.co.za today. Hippo is an authorized Thanks. ASP. TCC is a file. The phone is at the back there. We can play with it uh, in the break. Um, and as I say, go and have a look at the BMW, go and listen to it, play with it. And David has got a, uh, an array of uh, digital radios there in his sponsor shop next door. <laughs> go and play with them and, 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 and have a discussion with him. Thank you. Okay, you're gonna... I'm talking about DRM? Okay. 